It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Oh, I hate those builders. Have they, they started again? 11.01. I asked her for an hour from 10 till 11 to do the podcast. And at 11.01, they're back. I suppose that's fair, isn't it? Yeah, it is perfectly fair. <laughs> Just before we came on, Ben said, was telling us... Oh, yeah, about the, the book deal. About the book deal. Yeah. Um, this is um, our colleagues' excellent book deal. Our colleagues, um, Rachel Sylvester and Alice Thompson, yeah, but famed presenters of the world-beating. What's it called? The podcast? Past Imperfect. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, I think that the Giles Corrin has no idea podcast should get, should should be turned into a book. If if Rachel Sylvester and Alice Thompson can turn um, their podcast, Past Imperfect, into a book and get a book deal with Harper Collins. I mean, with Carbacon, massive, really. I mean, I don't think it's owned by <laughs> News <Rupert>. UK, which <laughs> also owns the newspaper and the podcast. But, uh, and, uh, but, but uh, and we've we've been so stupid with this podcast. We didn't we didn't set it up. I, this podcast was my idea, as I've said many times. But it's, I, I now realise it's a stupid idea because I should have had an idea that could have later been turned into a book. Can't what, turn, this, it, can't turn this into a book. Why can't you turn this into a book? Be- because it's... Ooh, chapter one, Giles and Esther discuss whether it can be turned into a book and then argue a bit about how she does the watering up wrong. I can't really... I can't, I'm Fly just, off the shelves. Mm, I can't really see that. I just can't really see that happening. No, but it would be... Okay, it would be a, it would be a, a book. A book deal. That's what you've dreamed of all your life. Fiction! Not sitting in the ki- my kitchen with my husband fighting. There's nothing true about our podcast. <clears throat> oh, I see. Oh, see nice little throat clear. How are we going to do? Here we go. <clears throat> uh, <clears throat> how are we going to get that into the book? What does it look like written down? How do you write down those throat? R H M. I think it's an N. <clears throat> and H-M-M. then how do you do the <clears throat> the the? Um, it's got to have a C in it, hasn't it? It probably has. C H R. <laughs> you can just put lots of those in it. So, uh, the, the, no, the book would be because a book deal. I mean, um, uh, would, would be would be the the, the apogee, the fun. What is this? Eight series. It can't. How much longer can it go on? Mm. Well, we can probably stretch it with a book deal. And and you would just have we'd have subjects and we would discuss them. So we would do, um, our, you know, his and hers versions of 
big subject, but they wouldn't be so topical. I am just Teflon for book deals. I'm like the opposite magnet purse thing. Like, like I just repel book deals. I repel book publishers and agents and editors, and no one wants me to write a book <clears throat> about anything at all, even if it's a really good idea. Even if we came up with the idea for Eats, Shoots and Leaves, they would say, do you know what? No, thanks. No one really cares about grammar. No Even if you came up with a boy wizard who yeah. is brought up by a family of non-wizards. Yeah. They, who went to... Well, to be fair, they did, didn't they give J.K. Rowling the fuck off for quite a while? <laughs> yeah, and I think all publishing editors hate that story. Yeah. Because it means all shit writers just go, but J.K. Rowling was turned down 14 times. I think Douglas Stewart, is that his name? Shuggy Bain. I think he was turned down by something like 85 publishers. I mean, like literally everyone. Yeah, and and Shuggy Bain is a is a but it's a very very hard read. It's absolutely brilliant, but it's a work yeah. of a towering work of literature, which every is a is a is a is a literal. You know those, those I couldn't I couldn't put it down books. It's an I couldn't put it up pick it up. Pick book. It up book, yeah. I think I read it Christmas before last when it came out. It's so depressing, and so that you can imagine. And publishers are all da, 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 I've got a meeting. I'm going to read yeah. this book. I wonder what it's about. Yeah, exactly. Oh my god, it's a homosexual boy in a Glasgow tenement being assaulted. Yeah. So and and so I can see why that that would be a difficult ask, Shuggy Bain. And then eventually, you know, it gets. Whereas your kind of books, you everything every book proposal you've ever made mm. is. Populist, isn't it? If you, totally. You, yeah. Just this is what will sell, and you yeah. just can't get. The, and, and you can't. And how many agents have you been through? Uh, I lose count. And you've got quite close a few times. Nope. You see, I'm the opposite. You repel um, book deals. I repel only readers, which doesn't matter. So <laughs> I. Not too, now. Don't I, be I silly. have had many awesome book deals in my time, um, but, no one, but no one ever buys the book. So my last one was like, I got what's I got. Now, How to Eat Out was really good. Look, you've had the. Really, out. I got 150,000. Well, I shouldn't probably remind the publishers how much it was, but I got like 150 grand. For, Did you? And the, That's for, insane. I know. And the first one was Anger Management for, like, literally four copies. Uh, and yeah. Anger Management for Beginners. And then the second one was. How to Eat Out. How to Eat Out. I don't think I've done the third one. I did, I did I do another one? I think one? you gave the money back. Yeah, I think I did. Or maybe I didn't. I can't really remember. But the point is, is that like my my, my novel, I got decent wedge, 30 grand. Nobody bought it. Uh, I'm, I'm good at getting book deals, but no one will actually buy the book. But this is a lock-in. This is HarperCollins buying our podcast. Oh, but I just can't think. I mean, you know. I, listen, I've got an entire computer full of pictures. But, I don't, but none of them are about a husband and wife having fights. Actually, you know, one of them is. Yeah, but, but yeah. Totally so fictional. once we've got the, but the point is, once we've got the deal for this and it does well, then we can you can sell them all your other crap that they didn't buy the first time. <laughs> and the only thing is, we need to change it. And this is the thing, you know, last week's podcast, which I thought was brilliant because Ben completely fabricated it in the way he he he. We we had such a bad row last week. It was so toxic and so poisonous. And we both separately wrote Ben endless emails to apologise. And I had to go on the doorstep with Ben and say, I'm really sorry. And he's going, Matt, it's been three years. What do you expect and all that? And then the podcast was brilliant because Ben literally stitched it together like one of those ransom notes where they take letters from the <laughs> newspaper and add them all together to say, you know, from the, and you can see the fonts of the sun and the telegraph and the mail saying, we have your son. We yeah. want a million. And I listened to it. I I don't know who this is, but it, this is, he could do this with our book, you see. But then Ben would be paid all the money. No. <laughs> Unfortunately, I mean, uh, the, the big, although I don't know if you would have really written about these anyway, the re-smog back to work notes and also Angela Rayner. They've all been done no, I did. this week. No, Rayner stays alive. Reese Mogg was done by Danny Finkelstein yesterday. And I know you'd been thinking, because we, we talked about I think about someone it. today as well. We, anyway, well done with your the position on Reese Mogg what, is what? 
I can't decide. I thought his little, his little, sorry, I missed you, hoping to see you back in the office soon. I thought it was very funny, but I also thought, hang on, if they're working from home, not going to see your note, mate. Well, no, they'll eventually appear. Oh, I see. And I think, I, th- I think it was not accidentally leaked. Although there was another piece uh, in the Times, I think, it, I think it was on Monday, about how many companies say that they are, th- and I remember this specifically, it was 33% more productive, some companies said, with people working from home. Because, they, because they're not, I mean, it does make sense, you know. What? 33% more with working from home? Yeah. But it depends on the industry. It depends on what you're doing. If you're just like, if you're like, if you're in an outsourced call center, right, I can absolutely imagine that you're way more productive at home because you're in a nice environment. You can, you can switch off and have a break and do something constructive. Oh, you can you switch off. Lucky. You can switch off when your customer is on the phone who's waited 45 minutes to get well, through with that. his insurance claim and they go, I'll just refer this to my manager and they yeah. go click and go and make a toasted cheese sandwich and come back later and go, still holding and then... Have- it is true that I have not found particularly call centres to be more productive. No, in fact, that is a home. column I'm quite thinking about this week because I've been in various things once again with car insurance and with heating because of my heating bill going up from 4,000 to 8,000 pounds. Then I read in the paper this week that the average home bill has gone up to 2,000. And I thought, fuck, mine's four times that. And yeah. my house is not, it's not four times bigger than most people's houses. So we're doing something wrong. It's one of those ones where you've got to change your tariff. And I phoned four different ag- um, um, uh, uh, petrol, what are they called? Fuel agencies. What's it, what are they called? Energy companies. Energy companies. Yeah. There we go. Yes, I'm phoning Esso and saying, I'm, yeah. <laughs> for a few energy companies. And they... Every single one, let me tell you, said we're experiencing a high volume of calls um, at this difficult time due to circumstances, people working from home, we haven't got any go. What is it now? When people go, the current situation, it ties into this narrative we've got at the moment where the world's terrible and everything's terrible. Yeah, People go, oh, people, people don't. I went for a TV meeting yesterday and the producer was saying, what we need is fun. People don't want to see anything dark or serious in this terrible time. I think, well... The terrible time when everything shit started with Brexit and then it was pandemic. And I guess there's a war in Ukraine and I guess it's had an effect. But every time you still now they phone and they haven't got any workers and restaurants haven't got any workers. And we we can't do everything. Is there going to be a time when you phone up one of these companies and they go, hi, Joanne here, (laughs) right on the money at this wonderful time. Isn't it great that we're back in a wonderful time uh, where there's, you know, and and I I can't, it's, it's... or will it always now, will you always now be able to provide shit service based on the terribleness of the times? Well, I'm quite patient with call centres and I just ring up and I just and I just hold. I put my airports in and I just hold for as long as it takes. And normally when you get through to someone, they're really nice and really helpful and I get what I need done, done. Except with the passport office. When I got through to a man at the passport office and he was so, like, he was so kind of 1994 levels of like, rude and unhelpful and obstructive that at some point I at one point I had to say listen I do understand that you deal with people's passports every day and they are sort of nothing to you but this is not my this is not a lost garment from ASOS you've lost my passport and I couldn't believe due to I the current time yeah. due to Brexit the pandemic and the war in Ukraine like you're talking I'm very quickly I'm going to be quickly. a lazy mean asshole. yeah oh, you're talking very quickly I can't understand what you're saying it's like you've lost my passport because you've lost my passport and I'm freaking out because you've lost my passport and my son's passport and then after I did that weirdly they were found but can I just later. say and this you've, you've, you've skipped onto another topic which is fine about the non-passports or I would regard that as a separate column subject they got you got your passports and Sam's passport, and we went on holiday. And the holiday 
It's nothing but stress and horror from start to fucking finish, which which made me think in this story. And what is it? It's like I've got passport shambles threatens holidays was the headline in the mail and the DVLA and huh and the DVLA. It's the passport office and the DVLA threaten holidays. Yes. Okay. So I wonder if. That is a thing as we go into summer for saying, let's not go on holiday. Now, it's a bit of a reprisal of a subject that happened, you know, during lockdown and the staycation. I I feel like, I mean, yes, yes, that popped into my head as well. But you have written that. You've written that column more than once, I think. More than once is fine. (laughs) <laughs> what, what last week I bashed Prince Harry and got a thousand comments under the thing Poor a billion Prince likes Harry. the most successful piece I've ever written the, and every, a thousand people said it was great and one commenter said shooting fish in a barrel do I had to point out that I get paid the same for shooting fish in barrels as I do for reeling them in at sea after mm. you know uh, a and, huge shot so, and I thought that was a fish in a barrel that one could do like maybe we should just maybe holiday maybe travel should be over yeah it's rubbish no it's not rubbish but, it, but it's so good that you've already done it There'll be more from Esther and me in our kitchen after a short interlude. But to find out what I wrote about in the end, why not pick up a subscription to The Times and The Sunday Times and enjoy one month absolutely free. Just search thetimes.co.uk forward slash Giles Corrin has no idea. I've been promised that this will take you to an amazing offer rather than just a website created by Ben randomly containing all my broadcasting mistakes. Although I'm sure that exists somewhere, it's just going to be up to you to find it. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow wherever you are. Tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. I like the the massive PR fail of uh, the metaverse. You've got Elon Musk, who's bought to literally bought Twitter, and I'm really hoping he's just gonna flick the big off switch. That would just be amazing. He's been tweeting repeatedly, so you know I'm not on Twitter. No. I went back on Twitter a couple of days ago with uh-huh. a new sock puppet because I can never remember or I've got so many sock puppets on Twitter. Literally, <laughs> I, they probably account for all of the Yeah, bo- all of them. Bots. So Musk is gonna try Musk is gonna try and get rid of these Soviet bots. They're not. They're all people with very with emails that I've set up on Gmail in order to be allowed to have an account <laughs> with bogus phone numbers of my friends to get accredited. Yeah. And then I've gone on and immediately I forget it. 
it because I, you know, I think I would only go on for tonight. And then they ask me, what's your thing? And it goes and it lists all these possible. So I've got a new sock puppet anyway. And the only person I'm And so I was thinking, this is really weird this morning. All the, it's all about Elon Musk. All the Twitter, the, Twitter's gone completely crazy about Elon Musk since he bought it. Then I realised that my new sock puppet follows only Elon Musk. Yeah. So I've now got a account because that's the only person you need to follow now. You know, he's, he says I'm a free speech absolutist, which means I'm a very right wing. And so the left, Jamila Jamil has said she's going to leave. She doesn't want to be an Owen Jones. Does, doesn't she leave sort of once a No, month? I don't think so. But, and what is interesting is that, so, and then, and then Elon, who's the only person I follow, has been tweeting that, did you see he tweeted, you understand this morning, he tweeted that Truth Social, which is the Trumpy right-wing nutters one, is, is doing better on the Apple Store than Twitter. Okay. Oh, this is this is this this is the this is the this is the so terrifying it, far right backlash that everyone but, has been but This is Musk talking down Twitter. So he always like he always talks down Tesla. This is him talking down Twitter so that he can be seen having bought it to do something great. But the point so the point is Truth Social was the place that all the right wing nutters went because yeah. Twitter got rid of them to set up their thing where they could just shit sort the Twitter is now going to go to the right because of Musk and people like Jamila Jamila and Owen Jones are going to have to leave it and set up a left wing version. Of Twitter, and that's the perfect scenario: that Twitter disappears, all the right-wing people are on Truth Social, all the left-wing people are on like Woke Social or whatever they yeah. call it. These people, and then they won't interact, and everyone's saying it's terrible. That's how the world should be. Uh, yes. Left-wing people and right-wing people, they shouldn't meet. Mm-hmm. The people with it, they shouldn't. They shouldn't have a forum. It's not. They, they never have. They don't go to the same dinner parties. Yeah. They don't. Left-wing left-wing people and right-wing people, they don't live in the same parts of town. We're, we're the only right-wing people in the whole of North London. Talk, speak for yourself. <laughs> Um, no, I, you know, we're the only conservative people in Kentish Town. I am not a conservative. Oh, you are. There is What's no. Are you a liberal? There is no political party for what I am. Small C. I'm Protestant with a small P. That's not a thing. Yes, it is. It's not a thing. It's my thing. It's not a thing. I'm a Jew with a middle-sized J. It's not any of this <laughs> fucking rubbish. I'm just, you know, and the point is that they shouldn't have the same social media because broadly left-wing people go to left-wing dinner parties, live in left-wing parts of town, go on left-wing holidays. Yeah. And right-wing people do the right-wing things and they shouldn't come together. It is something It is something that I've thought for a while about all social media and why it's so upsetting is because you are forced to confront people that you just shouldn't and you wouldn't in real people life. People who can't, who don't agree with, who you couldn't persuade. Yeah. How... This is a column. No, is it a column? I don't know. Is it, is it? So the, <laughs> Funnily enough, this is what this podcast is about. I'll tell you if it's a column or not. Oh, fine. No, it's not. It used to be where you brought excellent ideas for me to write about, and now it's about you only shooting down my thoughts. Only I have I loads, and you come and go fuck off. But it's okay. But that's it's why you, un- that you earn the big bucks. Mate. I understand it's problematic for you to be involved in a in a column with my name in it, and we're going to change it for the next series to. That's what you keep telling us. Esther Coronet a bitch. <laughs> 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 And it'll be a complicated rebranding for people, but they will, they, they will come. It'll be a hit. Um, so if all the left go to their own social media and all the right go to their social media, why don't we do social media for people with no opinions? So it will only be cat gifs. Yeah, sort of thing. I mean, I suppose that's TikTok, isn't it? But I mean, no, a social way you just say things and everyone agrees with you. So I go, Angela Rayner... Has got red hair. Yeah. I wonder, because but A, because there's always going to be someone who disagrees with you. Yes, but with you out of the frame. <laughs> on next week, on Esther Coroner's a bitch. I've long thought that um, that echo chambers, echo chambers are fine. What we do is we go to school, and we are forced. And one of the reasons why people don't like school so much is because you have to get along daily with people that you really, really don't like, and who are completely different from you. And it's just you never the twain shall meet. And it's just it makes people unhappy and sad. And one of the reasons people like university is you are free to choose to spend time with the people who you actually want to spend time with. In my case, it was myself. 
and nobody else, but other people sort of find their group and they find their gang and that's all great. And you find like my, my, you find your people and then you stick with your people and that's okay. And I don't think necessarily that you should, people, people think there's sort of a moral duty to sort of spend a lot of time with people who you disagree with. You think, well, that's just, I mean, yeah, fine. I mean, don't be such a, like, an idiot that it's, you can't. But it, it's but- not, they don't mingle. What that happens on Twitter is, is that the left people are all there on the one side, the right people on the other side, and the left-wing people find a right-wing person or a centrist person to be angry with, and you berate them from within your crowd. Yeah. So you go, fuck you, you asshole, you're a racist pig piece of shit, and all your fans go, yay! Yeah. And then the right-wing do that yeah. back to you. But they, they well, it's, a thing, it's a thing that can't... Pretending run- again... It's a thing that Catelyn Moran pointed out a few months ago, which was very, which was a very astute point, which is that when you are dogpiled by a gang or when, or when someone has a go at you on Twitter, it's not personal. It's not about you. It's about them showing their gang what they stand for. So it's like this sort of this this it's an intermingling of people and kind of people from different like viewpoints getting on it's just nonsense i mean it's just not well, so look let's move people from are this too savage and animalistic and tribal it just doesn't really work is it called dogpiling americans call it dogpiling but this pile on thing we should move from that to angela reina and i talk about whether we can talk about angela reina because that's angela, okay yes i mean i'm happy to talk about angela reina but i i mean in terms of like an actual column i'm i'm not sure what you're going to get out of that um, I mean, obviously, I think it's anti-ginger prejudice. That's my that's my hot take. The first the first female MP to ever be openly accused of flashing the opposition, and she's a redhead. Coincidence? No. Well, Margaret Beckett was a redhead, and she was never accused. Are you saying that that's because Margaret Beckett is not a redhead? No. Margaret Beckett. She had sort of gingery hair, didn't she? Yes. I mean, sorry. <laughs> Okay, so um, do you want to do? Oh, I quite want. I do want to know about what you think about the reusable Burger King boxes. <laughs> There's a story today about how Burger King, who tried to, so, but Burger King and all fast food outlets in in the centre of towns are all responsible for a vast amount of rubbish and litter. Um, so if you go into Burger King or McDonald's or wherever, and you eat your burger, and then you just go outside and you probably because you're pissed or whatever, just scramble it up, drop it on the floor. And McDonald's in the late 80s and early 90s had a big thing about they would very, very um, performatively tidy up all their litter outside the McDonald's because their customers Mm -hmm. wouldn't do it themselves. So now... That was before the issue was to do with waste plastic recycling wasn't it yeah that was, that was just i saw litter. and i just want to drop a note in to say that that you've been that's quite middle class north london your assumption that anyone eating fast food is pissed and then, that, I love the, yes we have to be pissed to eat that shit but actually but okay 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 yes but i think this i think this is where the comedy in this piece lies yeah. okay so burger king have teamed up with a company called loop and loop are a company that um i'm pretty sure that you get like a you get a loop bottle and you refill it with I don't know washing up liquid or, or anyway they do sort of reuse and it then all. coke and then a, then, a, then a milkshake and then some washing up liquid <laughs> no 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 you get like you get like a washing up liquid only bottle and right. then loop either recycle it or refill right. it or yeah. something like that so they were kind of like a recycling program anyway so Burger King have brought out a trialing this thing where you pay a one pound I think it's a one pound refundable deposit on a sort of clamshell 
plastic uh, burger box mm-hmm. and uh, a kind of a reusable drinks cup. And you go to Burger King and you get your items in, in this thing. And then you, ha- you eat your burger or whatever. And then you put the containers into a special bin. You sort of drop them into a bin and then loop sort of boil wash them, whatever, and then return them to sort of Burger King. I'm, a bit, I'm confused now. Is this not a version of the forever cup that you have with exactly. coffee? Are they saying that you had your own Burger King box? So you go in and you have a Whopper and already I'm worried because like a Whopper box is a different size from like a bacon Let's double cheeseburger box because you need a wide So what I'm trying to say is here, um, uh, pause brackets, I have to be disingenuous because I do understand the story and I'm pretending I don't. Yeah. Um, and this is how I write my columns. In fact, you don't even have to cut that out. Uh, the, uh, so the box is patently, it's a deposit on your box. Instead of throwing it away, yeah. Yeah, you, you, you buy the burger and the thing, then you bring it back and you get your pound back, okay? Exactly. So, but this is, I originally understood it to mean and would, for the purposes of the piece, deliberately misunderstand and indeed it could evolve into the notion of your own personal Whopper box, okay? Yeah. So you go in there and say, oh, Double whopper with hold the onions, my good fellow, and hand over your possibly Tiffany silver encrusted whopper case, <laughs> and they would they would put it, and they would and they'd give it to you, and then you would would then sl- you know, and I'm going to put it in the case of a woman because it's more amusing. You then put it in your handbag like women do with their coffee cup, and then you have your then you go into work and you have your slightly you eat your whopper on the bus, and then you have your slightly smelly jeweled Hermes uh, yeah. uh, whopper case, and then and it's sort of with it. But then think of all the times you would like you then go and you'd forget it. So you'd have to buy another. So in the end, your handbag would have like 40 different pieces of reusable crockery for holding different. This is my hot dog. I've got, hold on a second. I'll just look for my Gucci Donner holder (laughs) and whip that out. And then you wrap it up and they go, and you go for fish and chips and they go, open all wrap, mate. And you go, aha, wait a minute. I have my Versace fish and chips fake newspaper. Looks like an 18th century copy of the time, but it's in fact made of kid leather wrap up, Mm. you know? And then- Well, I've got a Balenciaga one, which is twice as expensive and it's just actual newspaper. Yeah, brilliant. Or what about, oh, would you like your Pret uh, Jambon Baguette? Yes, I shall pull out my Fendi Baguette. Use his name of real, (laughs) previously fashionable. It's like a banana keeper. Yeah, it's like, so every fucking thing gets its own special package. Yeah. So um, That's really funny. So that's, yeah. So the actual story is that... Oh, I don't want to know the actual story. It's too much fun. But it's just, but yes, I know, but it's... No, I do. So, uh, da, da, da. so it's running a trial with clamshell style containers and associated cups that can be returned to outlets via special bins. Professionally cleaned by Loop, blah, blah, blah. The trial this week. To take part in the scheme, customers must pay a returnable £1 deposit for a reusable couple container instead of using throwaway packaging. This mirrors deposit and return schemes that are used for bottles and So you go milk. away, but you, you if you eat it on site, so that's one of the things. If you go to a coffee shop or a cafe or any of these kind of places, you eat on, or particularly if I go to a coffee place, if I'm eating on site, you know, you use a porcelain cup and they get to rewash it and you don't have a paper. So you're going to, if you're eating in McDonald's, mm. they should probably try and give you less paper. Yeah. Uh, or Burger King, sorry, they're the ones doing it. Um, and but but if you're if you're are they saying you go away and you yes, this, yes. Is also, this is also this could be a great thing for people of unfortunate means who don't have homes to go to could like in the old days with bottles and stuff could collect them up you stack up and have like fifty whopper cases and they could take them back and get fifty pounds. Yes, customers can return the packaging with the Loop app by scanning the barcode on the pack and putting it into a Loop bin. These will be placed outside restaurants where trials are taking place. I, I just. Look, lots of people eat fast food for all sorts of different reasons, but I, I, I do sort of wonder if the reasons for taking you to the fast food outlet in the first place 
are going to, you know, you, so you go but, home when you go home with your clamshell whopper box and your drinks, and then it's on your hall table, and you go, oh, God, I've got yeah. to take it back to Burger King. Yeah, exactly. They stack up bigger and bigger and bigger. What did you do last night? Nothing. You came home drunk. You went, to, no, I didn't. Did you eat anything? No. Why are there 15 bacon double cheeseburger re- reusable things on the counter? No, it, yeah. it, it's, um, it's kind of like, I it's just also this- to go, it, 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 the idea as well of like your bur- your daily Burger King being like your daily flat white. You yes, know, that's disgusting as well. It's a big and kind of as it is a prime example of greenwashing. Yes. We've got a reusable yeah, container for your burger, which we chop down the Amazon rainforest yeah. to grow. You know, it's 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 just it's a. It's just that the two are just it's a, so. It's a fart in a hurricane, as a yeah. in terms of that. The two the two things are just so kind of they just don't go together. This sort of fast food, which is which is is just really really bad for you. Yeah. And then but then have this and people. This was a shocking food, shocking but, thing. Yeah. Did I write about the fact that? There's a there was a call for there had been a, there was a ban on um, two for one deals on fast food and stuff and a ban on supersized things yeah. because of obesity which they now want to repeal because of the cost of living crisis yeah and they would say well the poor are getting not only poorer but now you can get fatter too yeah yeah it's when when things go to hell. Okie dokie, um, the jubilee pageant okay yeah uh, i'm just picking up on an idea you had earlier today about the hundred national treasures okay have you seen what they have you looked at the piece I've looked the at mail the is funnier because the mail's really excited the times yeah. is a little bit grand about it the mail goes oh it's amazing it's gonna be like it's gonna be <laughs> cliff richard and that red-headed bloke who sings about the galway girl yeah um so there's a hundred national treasures are going to be rolled out for the jubilee and I, among them is basil Br- and i'm just looking what as ever it's what it says about britain imagine this juxtaposed with for example what the french would put out or the spanish so like the basil brush cliff richard some bmx's ed sheeran some daleks some bond cars a sinclair c5 yeah have you did you see a huge balloon of the queen's face yes i saw no the literally balloon. like the trump one except the queen except the queen will look like donald trump because everybody looks like donald trump when you blow their face up onto a thousand foot balloon mm-hmm. the queen is not going to look dignified the queen when the queen now mm-hmm. they're gonna there's going to be a dragon bigger than a bus which <laughs> there is every every year in the chinese new year there is because yeah that's it's a, called nationals national panic people yeah. think it's an actual oh i don't dragon. think it's a real dragon <laughs> <laughs> Um, oh, a moving oak tree. Yeah. Did you see that? Oh, yeah, here it is. They, they, the, how the spectacle would unfold. Act one, act two, act three, yeah. act four. So can I just say, the point is, it's it's about, it's going to make Britain look so naff and shit. So I thought maybe, just because another listicle is always nice, and I always talk about them on this podcast, and I don't really do them very much. They're like, what are about the things they're missing out on? Gordon the Gopher. Why Basil Brush and not Gordon the Gopher? Good point. Or Roland Rat. Yay, I loved Roland Rat. He was my favorite. You've been listening to Giles Corrin Has No Idea with me, Giles Corrin. And me, Esther Walker. It's a Wireless Studios production for The Times, produced by Ben Mitchell. To find out what I wrote about in the end, you can pick up a copy of The Times or get a digital subscription. Just search thetimes.co.uk forward slash Giles Corrin has no idea. You can listen to us on the Times radio app or download from wherever you get your podcasts. Hold up. 